Podcasts for the last four years, bringing to you pop culture, professional wrestling, and a splash of trash. Now your hosts, Chad and Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IndieCast. Uh, Zach Romero here, joined by uh, Mr. Chad Allen. Greetings, everyone. The ladies are not with us tonight. However, uh, we are picking up directly where we left off last week, our me. most listened to episode uh, with Effie. And so this week we are coming to bring the other half of the story here. We had quite the saga laid out for us last week in terms of uh, a particular whipped dairy spot in uh, in Alabama, but uh, we're here to present the other side of the story here, and we actually have a returning guest, and as Chad pointed out to me before recording, right. making history, this is the first time we've had a return guest in the same season. In the same season, exactly. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the IndyCast, the Sultan of Stank, White Mike. Yo, what's Gucci Stankus? Yes, thank you, thank you, Mike, and for giving us yeah. sort of the exclusive here. Um, I know you that uh, once you heard last week's episode and you had made some posts on social media about it. Man, there everybody, were a, a everybody lo- tried to type into that. <laughs> there were a lot of podcasts yeah. that, were, that were fighting for yeah, your they, attention. Man, I actually saved it for you guys, though, we, so we, you guys are still privileged. We, we, we do. do indeed. We do. Um, so, so Mike, before you, because I know you've got a lot on your mind about what Effie said oh, yeah. and, and, and the things have been going on. However, we were hoping to maybe start somewhat from the beginning here in regards to kind of walking us through how the whole process of this whipped cream spot came to pass. How did, how did we get here? <laughs> I'm going to give you the whole story. You want the whole story? Mm-hmm. That's well, what we're here for. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Effie's playing like he's a victim. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I'm the victim here. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we go. Here's the beginning. So, uh, me and uh, Majestic Sleaze do this, uh, what is it, IWA Deep South Correct. or whatever it's called, in the middle of nowhere, Alabama. It's me and him against Effie in uh, like a triple X tag team match, something stupid. We didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it because, you know, my, I got all this gangster credibility, man. I don't want nothing to hurt my name. So we get there, we gotta wait, 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 wait. Promoter says, oh, show's gonna start at seven. Okay, so we wait till seven. Oh, show's gonna start at eight. Oh, we're gonna wait till eight. So we wait on night. So, promoter, what the hell he's doing? So finally, shows up, and I'll tell you right now, this man is one of the biggest show offs in the game today, man. Don't let him fool y'all. He ain't hurt. This man showed up wearing diamonds and furs and all kinds of stuff. They had now laid the gators on. Like, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't know about that, that, that's pink. That's high, top dollar pink gator boots all the way to his knees. So, he, yeah, he ain't hurting for money like I am. And uh, so we get there, we wait, and we wait, and Effie finally shows up. And I'm talking like 30 people show up with Effie, man. It's ridiculous. I mean, he had like so many people with him. We couldn't even talk to him. But uh, he forgot to mention one thing. Effie, you brought the whipped cream. Oh. Effie, you brought the whipped cream. I didn't bring it. Whipped cream ain't my game. Effie brought the whipped cream. He don't. He didn't tell y'all that, did he? No, no, because no, Effie's the victim. Effie, oh 
my goodness, I'm so hurt, I'm so this. But um, I will say that uh, the spot was my idea. Okay. okay. <laughs> the spot was my idea. I mean, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I thought it'd be funny, a little joke spot in the middle of nowhere, Alabama. Nobody's gonna see it. Hey, you know, while you know, majestic sleeves put you in the wheelbarrow. I put a little, put a little whipped cream on his little bunky, and I scoop it off with my pinky. You know, and I put some, and I taste it. Mm-mm-mm. But uh, what uh, what Effie doesn't tell you is uh, when he's in that wheelbarrow. He slid his pants down further. I didn't do it. Um, what he doesn't tell you is that, uh, you know, he pretty much told me that I needed to do the spot to, to get somewhere in my career. He won't tell you that. You know why? Because I'm the victim here. I'm the one that's hurt. Not him. So let me, let, let's and, ask uh, you this then, Mike. So so the, the moment is happening and you, and, and I feel like, the photographs really kind of did an injustice to you guys because when you watch oh, yeah. the match in its entirety, the spot is only a few seconds. It's yeah. not like you're you're taking up a mortgage in Effie. It's like yeah. it's like two seconds, boom, boom, you're done. But because yeah, you of the don't photos, see, like, my tongue going in this bunkie or something, it's just like boom, a little quick motorboat, and then boom, it's done. Exactly, exactly. But photos make it seem like you were just like setting up camp there. But with that said. What was going through your mind that very moment? You decide, okay, I, for whatever reason, I got to motorboat this real quick, in and out. What's going through your mind right at that moment? Uh, man, I wish there were more people to see this. Because <laughs> there was nobody there. <laughs> well, so, like I said, there's nowhere in Alabama, man. I want to do something to shock the crowd. Because, you know, Alabama's very rural. And people would be like, oh, hey, don't be doing that in that ring in there. Supposed to be doing hip tosses and arm drags, so uh, of course you know I'm gonna do something a little different, a little something crazy, and uh, I did. I didn't think twice about it, and then uh, then we got to the next day, and uh, apparently uh, Jerome Champagne had took pictures of it, posted it on Twitter. So yes, I took said pictures without asking because you know it's got my likeness on it as well. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yes, yes, it does. It does it both of you. And I put, I put up a Facebook post saying, hey, how was your weekend? Ha, 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 ha. Here's how mine was. And boy, the sh- storm started from there. So now let me ask Ridiculous. You, now, you, you've said a couple times, now, cause, and Effie called it sexual assault. Right. Do, do you think you you were assaulted? I mean, ultimately, I, I mean... If Is we, it sexual assault when he brings the whipped cream and wants it to be done to him? Is it is it that then... No, it's not. Well, then, then here's my question. He wanted it done. Would you would you consider it assault on? I mean, even though you at the time were, I guess, to be considered a willing participant, do, would you consider it because it, you said you, earlier you felt like you were kind of forced into it? Do you think that may, may have been considered assault on your side then that you were assaulted? Uh, you know what? I might not consider it assault on. You know, no, here's what I'm saying. It's assault on my character because people know me. People know me, man. I'm from the streets. I was raised in the projects. I was raised hard. I can't go back to my hood now. I, I mean, I can't do nothing. I can't talk to New Jack. I can't talk to these red bones. I got to talk to white women nowadays. I don't like that. Effie said I wrestled New Jack three years ago. Man, I wrestled New Jack in like, what, March of this year? So obviously he don't have his facts straight, which is why I'm here to set everything straight. So yeah, my gangster, my gangster card, my gangster credibility was assaulted that night. And, uh, I was willing to do it, and uh, I'm paying for it. It hurts. No. It hurts me. 
Do you think there's anything you could do to, to regain that, that gangster cred? Um, you know, can, can... Well, there is. And, um, I'm actually on the hunt for my gangster card right now. Um, I can't tell you what I got to do to uh, to get it back, but I just know videos will be posted and I will be getting it back hopefully within this year. Now, now, Mike, let me ask you this. So, you the spot happens, you shock the crowd there in Alabama, the match wraps up, and as you said, next day, picture surface, you're, everyone's sort of in on the joke at this point. Then, oh, yeah. then trash bag wrestling gets a hold of it, then it starts to go viral, and as you said, there's a real shitstorm that starts. What oh, yeah. would you say? Which was which is worse in your opinion, the actual spot, like having your face in another man's ass, or the backlash from fans who claim to know it all, and the backlash that? Because I will give you this, Mike. Regardless of anything else, anything else that anyone can say, you were one of the only wrestlers to actually take the fight to know-it-all fans like trash bag wrestlers. Right. So you're the only wrestler, even on Cult of Kayfabe, when people would talk shit about. That spot because that became a big thing too. Oh God, yeah! You fought. You came in swinging, and I respect you for that because not a, not many other wrestlers would do that. But back to the question: you know, which trying, is worse? I'm trying not to like cuss these days. You know, I want to be a uh, better true. role model for the kids. True and stuff like that. But I ain't no bitch. You feel me? That's fair. I ain't no bitch. I'm just saying. Uh, so yeah. So uh, I would say you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Um, the backlash from it hurts the worst because uh, Effie's uh, posterior is actually, you know, it was it was clean. It was nice. It smelled good. It didn't smell like the typical ma- male bookie. It, it was just, uh, it was it was shaved. It had some glitter on it. Um, I think even like a little bit of hairs on it might have been press perm, but that's not me to judge. But, so, uh, so you're saying it was presentable. Backlash, it was presentable. Yeah, very presentable. A presentable male bunky. I'll say that. That's fair. But uh, but the backlash on the other hand. The backlash from it, man. The backlash hurts me. So yeah, trash bag has something to say. Um, Cold K Fabe, uh, other sites, even a pro wrestling action figure site had stuff to say. Yeah, of course I went in swinging, man, because like I said, I ain't no punk. But you know what? You know who wasn't there swinging? You know who wasn't there defending it? Effie. Did you see Effie type of anything out? Even a single letter? No. I was fighting for us. I was fighting for sleaze. I was fighting for the, the blow-up international doll from Saskatchewan. I was fighting for us. You feel me? No, Nobody no. else was. It was me. And so he's going to get mad and say, he's hurt, man. I'm hurt. How you think I feel, man? I got a little man. There's grown men that play with their heroes. I'm out here fighting with my heroes, and they're gonna make fun of me, man. Nah, uh-uh. so yeah, I went in. I said some harsh things. Yeah, I cut, I cut some wounds deep. I actually shut down trash bag for a day. Not many people can say they did that, but I did. Very true. So now, with all of this, do you, do you feel like? Because Effie talked a little bit about how he felt like his his career was ruined, um, his home life was in shambles, his. Six foot four, mixed uh, you know race what? boyfriend who is not speaking to him. Do you feel responsible for any of that? I think he's full of crap. I think uh, the man's rich. Obviously, he's drinking you out of water fountains in his home. Have you seen his house? He's I got a mansion. Homeboy's got him and Jerome Champagne living life, and his six foot eight Latin boyfriend or mixed interracial lover is not talking to him. Probably because you know what? Effie's not all that man. He's not all. He's not all there. I'll say it. 
Maybe he's having some erectile dysfunction. Uh, maybe he's not as top-notch as he thinks he is. But that's not my fault. That's his fault. I'm sorry he can't satisfy his his men and, and his life. I'm hurt here, not him. He's rich. I'm not rich. And that's another thing. He's saying I'm making money off his likeness. Now, see, I made a shirt that says I stand with white money with a bottle of whipped cream on it. You've seen the shirts, I'm sure, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen the pre-order? Yep. Yeah, yeah, $20 for a little shirt. Yeah, $20 for a shirt that helps put Jordans on my kids' feet. You feel me? Helps buy school clothes for my kids. You know, it might shock people to know that I have kids, but I got kids and I got to support them. It wasn't Effie's face on the shirt that says, hey, White Mike, take advantage of Effie. $20 for pre-order right now. No, it was White Mike saying, uh, I appreciate the fans sticking up for me. I appreciate you looking out for me. Um, I'm going to do a shirt. And yeah, I'm going to charge you for it because daddy needs money. I'm not going to lie. Being part of a merchandise company, yeah. yeah shirts, shirt, yeah, shirts cost money. Um, exactly. Now, do you feel – now, one of the things that Effie really brought up last week – is that he felt that he was owed something that the that he was owed part of the profits of those yeah. pre-sales and things like that. Do you see his face on the on the on the shirts? No. Do you, do you see Effie's name anywhere on the stuff I'm pushing? Uh, no, not that we've seen. That's that's two no's right there. Only thing Effie's owed right now is a straight up ass whooping, and it's going to come for me. So I hope I hope it gets booked. I hope somebody has the gusto to book this match because yeah, it's not going to be a wrestling match. It's going to be a fight. I'm ready to fight because he assaulted my gangster credibility. Like I said, I can't go to the club and spit game to these red ball honeys because they oh man, you out here eating bookie in the streets. You made Effie cry. Oh my God, man, Effie's crying because Effie's Effie. He stays crying. You feel me? Well, let me ask you this. Um... Will so you obviously are prepared to fight Effie again? Effie uh, put up a video, basically challenging you to. This has become. This has gone from a a whipped cream feud into a blood feud here. And so, what are your thoughts yeah. on on him wanting a, a serious fight? He says that you. He even complimented you, I believe, on the show that you know you can be an absolutely excellent wrestler, but he's saying you're choosing not to be. And he wants you at your best at some, who knows who's going to have the guts to book it, but some kind of show. What are your thoughts on that, of, of him basically laying out the challenge? Uh, first and foremost, I know that I'm a hell of a wrestler. I wrestled for the first eight years, and where did it get me? Man, I was doing nowhere shows, doing nothing, wrestling no-name talent. So I started to get a little funny, make a little ha-ha jokes, you know, wrestle with the wrestling rings inside of a wrestling ring, maybe do a little whipped cream spot. Where's it get me? Man, it's blowing me up. It's taking me around the world. It's taking me into international waters because I'm doing funny things. Yeah, I know I can wrestle, but, uh, you know... Sometimes we max out. Sometimes you got to save that wrestling. You know, you know what I'm saying? You got to save it for uh, for these big shows. Um, you know, Effie wants to call me out, and um, he, he wants to fight. I want to fight him, too. At first, you know, I said I wasn't going to do it. But then I sat back, and uh, I thought about it. I thought about it, and I want to do it. I want to fight him. I want to fight him. I want, I want this to be a big fight match. I want there to be so many people... That just comes to the show and just watches fight each other till we bleed until either one of us passes out or there's a three count or maybe there's a stretcher involved. 
I'm down for it. I don't think he's ready. Now, one thing, and you talked about how now, you know, because of the, the style you're you're using, that you're it's helping you travel all over the world and things like that. Bring you a lot things, more success. One of the things that Effie did say, though, is, you know, though you may be getting success off of this, he felt like you were holding Timmy Lou down. Uh, as being part of the Gymnasty Boys, what what are your uh, what are your thoughts on him thinking that that you're holding that he said Timmy Lou before the Gymnasty Boys was Mister Five Hundred and was setting the the independent wrestling scene on fire, but now he, he feels because he's teaming with you, that's not the case anymore. Have you seen Timmy Lou Red wrestle? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Has there ever been a time where you watch a Timmy Lou Retton match, either singles or tag with me, and you go, you know, I don't know about these guys? Well, Have not, you? Not, no. for, not for us. Because I'm going to tell you right now, man. He, yeah, he's Mr. 500. I think he's Mr. 500 whenever we was running the streets together. You know, he was tearing up. Yeah, he was tearing it up before we got together. And when we got together, we're still tearing it up. I mean, if, we were not, if we're not tearing it up, I mean, why are we getting booked in Canada in January? You know, why are we uh, getting booked up and down all the East Coast? Why are people from, uh, you know, Texas wanting to hit us up? Hell, the, the mayor in California, his favorite tag team right now is the Gymnasty Boys. So, I mean, that, that's on the West Coast. I mean, I'll tell you right now, uh, I, I got uh, the lovely Mrs. Al Snow. Uh, she's hitting up me and Timmy Lee Retton. She, she wants to do stuff with us. She she won't, you know, collar and elbow stuff. I'm just, you know, throwing that out there. She She's a, a fan of our work. She, mm-hmm. she found us. You feel me? And uh, so obviously uh, nothing has diminished on him. I think Effie's just a little upset because um, he's not getting more out of this. You know, maybe he should have came up with a cool T-shirt, you know, Maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he should just stop crying. You know, let things happen and just watch them unfold. Cream rises to the top, obviously, and well, most of it stays at the bottom. Effie's at the bottom. Now, one th- another thing that Effie had said, uh, you know, about this kind of this whole scenario was that he felt like if your communication was better on all of it, that that there maybe more could have come out of this other than turning it into the kind of the blood feud it is. Do you do you think that's a, that's a thing? Is there was there an issue with the communication with Effie for the, throughout this, or is Effie kind of, I, kind I, of what I, you're hearing blowing that out of proportion too? I uh, man, I Facebook messaged, I, I Twitter messaged. I sent him an Instagram heart. Um, man, I even call him on an old rotary phone. Um, I sent him a MySpace message. He won't. He won't answer me. I think. He, I think he's mad. I don't, I don't know why he's mad. I don't know why. Because I think people are talking about me. You know, and more more or less than him. Yeah, he provided the groceries. Well, guess what? Daddy provided the snack, and I was eating. I can't help that. Uh, you know what? Speaking of communication, you know, making communication, why didn't he defend us, you know, in trash bag? Why, why is he, you know, standing up for his his feminist rights, or, you know, whatever he does, or, you know, what he talks about, man? I was the one swinging for the fences on these fools out there. I had somebody in Indiana wanting to fight me, and I got this dude booked in Georgia. First time in his 20-year career he'd ever been out of state because of me. Not because of, not because of Effie, because of me. I don't know what his deal is, man. He, he, he's looking for a fight. Uh, my gangster credit is hurt. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to fight him. 
Well, speaking and, uh, of, I hope it goes down soon. Speaking of communication, um, I was curious, White Mike, how does Mr. Sleaze feel about all this? Because of the three and a half people involved, you, Effie, uh-huh. White Mike, and Brad, the international are you, are you sex doll. Are you saying Brad is not a full person, a full participant uh, in this situation? I, well, he's been he's remained radio silent, is what I'm trying to say I, here. Little to be known, I'm actually trying to get him booked for next week good, after good, this. Good, so. good. But with that said, of all of the players involved in this, uh, obviously you and Effie have come to the top here in terms of being the ones who are taking such sides on it, sort of drawing the line in the sand. But very little has been said from Mr. Sleaze, who I would say had an equal hand in this. Uh, you know, he was he was the one who was wheelbarrowing Effie to get the right. whipped cream spot. So, Mike, what is what what? How do you feel, Mr. Sleaze, is plays into all this? Well, you could say uh, he had equal hands in this because he was doing the wheelbarrowing. You know, it's terrible. You know, he, he's looked at, I would say, as the pragmatics of this whole situation. That's like, this is terrible. Like, he's nowhere to be found. I would be mad. I feel for sleaze. But, because uh, you know what? Even when we were talking about this and trash bag and whatever else, sleaze was defending it. Where was Effie? Sitting at his home, getting feathered by some six foot eight Latin lover, drinking Yoo-Hoo, and probably, I, I don't know, probably slapping backs. I don't know what kind of backs. Actually, I know what kind of backs he slaps. I'm not going to judge him for it. But he wasn't defending us. So if I was Sleaze, Majestic Sleaze, I would be angry because he's the Brad Maddox of the situation. He basically held the camera while everything went down. Camera being the groceries provided by Effie. So let's play. So, so Sleaze is Brad Maddox, uh-huh. which obviously makes White Mike Xavier, Xavier Wood. Yeah, and Effie would be paid. And Effie is paid. Yeah, well, there you go. That, if, we're, if we're building this little diorama here, yeah. that is what has been suggested, yes. There you go. I'm, I'm now, by that now White Mike, uh, with all of what we've discussed here and, uh, and you know, the things that you've gotten off your chest, all in all, good and the bad, do you feel the whipped cream spot was worth it in the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got money, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm getting booked. People are talking about me, and, uh, you know, like I said, cream rises to the top. They're not talking about Effie. They're not talking about sleaze. It's terrible to say that about sleaze. I love sleaze. Uh, but, uh, I feel like it's great, man, because pe- people are talking about something different. It's not the same... Same old wrestling match, this, that, and the other, man. It's it's a it's a crazy spot gone viral, and uh, people want to know how I'm going to top it. I don't know if I'll ever top it, but uh, I like being topped off, so we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. But people are talking nonetheless. I mean, people send me messages all the way from UK. That's crazy. People seen this in the United Kingdom, and they're talking to me about it. So. So, I mean, yeah, Tremont, Matt Tremont, he loves it. He loves the gymnasty boys. So, it, people are talking nonetheless. I but you know what? Some people are talking the wrong kind of talk, but White Mike's going to be there to defend it. I'm going to type to my hands hurt because no, I'm that guy. You you had mentioned the the money aspect of it, that you've obviously made made some decent money off of this one. For the, for the match itself... Um, Effie felt like you were you he I believe his quote was you inflated the finances. Um, 
So, yeah, that was, that was like seventy million dollars. I feel like for that spot. So yeah, I'm living comfortably now. I'm kidding. It was like fifteen thousand, but you know, neither here nor there. Ten grand. Good. And uh, and I, I guess it's probably for free. I think I only got a hot dog for it, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Two hot dogs. There you go. Well, that's good. Uh, didn't have to split one with Mr. Sleeves. That's good. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, did you when when you would come up with the plan? Because as you stated earlier, the the actual tangible whipped cream spot was your idea, regardless of ingredients or setup. You you did come up with the idea in that moment. Well, did you? Unless I was like, hey, it would be funny if I did this, right? And of course, and if he didn't say no, don't do it. He said, yeah, why not? Anything to make a buck. As he was sitting there with diamond rings and seven fur jackets on. Now, with that it's said, really warm in Alabama did, at this time. Of did year. you feel? I know it. Did you feel at that moment that did you, did you think at any point that that spot would go this far? Man, I, I knew as, as soon as some people seen it, people were gonna be talking. I'm, I'm sure if Jordan Cornette hasn't seen it, uh, he, he will see it, and I'm sure his head. Of, Pop. Uh, I, I've seen uh, George South make a reference to it, so I'm, I'm scared to do a show with him. <laughs> but, you know, hey, what's done is done. Say la Cuddy. How is Say la Cuddy not on a shirt? By well, the way. it could be. But, uh, so, White Mike, you know, with that said, that's the, we had this whole interview set up for you to, to make this time to get these things off your chest. Is there anything else that we've missed? Is there anything else that you want to get across? or that you feel hasn't been brought to light yet? Um, just, you know, just know I'm hurt and all this. I'm sure we made light of that. Um, my, my feelings are hurt. No, nobody asked me how my feelings were. I got people threatening me, uh, telling me I'm, I'm, you killing the business. Oh, you need to get out of the business. You killing the business. I hear that every day. Uh, breaks my heart. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a trooper. I'm going to fight through it. I'm going to get my gangster card back before the end of the year. I'm going to holler at these red bones. And uh, I might even marry Dementia Rose. Shit. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, she seems like a, she seems like a lovely lofty, lady. Lofty goals. So. So, uh, Mike, I want to give you the time. Uh, sadly, we, we won't be able to bring up a an Effie match as of yet with right. you and Effie yet. We're, we're hoping to get that book. Florida, um, just saying. But, but um, uh, we want to give you the opportunity right now to uh, do what we lovingly refer to as get your shit in. So, so uh, if let, anybody listening wants to continue following this saga as it unfolds, continue this blood feud between you and Effie, what's the best place that they can follow along with this happening on social media? Or where can Man. they see you live? Or where, where can they see you live? You can uh, follow White Mike and the Gymnasty Boys on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, man, get on MySpace. We're going to bring MySpace back. Um, Don't you have a, if I'm not mistaken, isn't there a Gymnasty Boys app? Yeah, there, yeah. there is. Stop right there. There is indeed a Gymnasty Boys app. I highly recommend it. To, I have it on my phone. I highly recommend it. Download it to everybody. everybody when I yes, feel, when we're I'm actually getting ready to... Uh, Whips and uh, more alerts on there, so be ready for that. Nice. That's going to get uh, real juicy for you. Um, but yeah, follow, follow us on all, the, all those uh, social media devices, man. Just know that uh, me and Effie, we're going to fight, whether it be a big show or behind a dumpster in Applebee's for a peep show. I don't care. We're going to fight. 
or the back of a big lots, I believe, as it was uh, it was stated. True, on, true. And with Effie's with Effie's episode, big lots be, I'll be fight too, because they got deals. There you go. Yeah, That's they true. do have some excellent deals at big lots. True. So. Yes, quality. <laughs> well, White Mike, thank you once again for joining us on the IndieCast and and sharing your side of the story of what is I think the already. Well, it's 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 not an event that I think is already in the running of one of the biggest moments in indie wrestling of 2017. You know, this this whipped cream spot will live in infamy, and as soon as Jim Cornette gets around to seeing it, 2017. Yeah. So we need to we need to, we need the whipped cream bash 2017. Somebody needs to book this and make it happen. Yeah. Y'all need to go find Sleaze and get him on the podcast because I'm sure he's probably crying too. He needs he needs to tell his side. We'll have to. Oh, he's, he's probably we, got a side of it. We'll have to see what we can do about that if we can if we can locate him in whatever dungeon he may be in true. today. True. True. Oh, I'll send him right to you, Cuddy. <laughs> okay. Well, well, he know, Mike, White Mike knows exactly what dungeon, what he's, dungeon in. he's in. Right Don't now. you worry about that. I'm for the people by the people, man. I'm not I'm not here to rip off people. I'm here to, to give the love and support back like they've been giving it to me. And uh, I'm I'm ready to rid the bozos. And Effie, just so you know, you drew first blood, and I'm coming to slit your throat. Cool. Well then. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna we're gonna leave that yeah, one there. I think. Well, yeah, I think uh, I don't know how we top that for the. Uh, so, uh, everyone, as always, for the dozens and dozens listening to us uh, on this episode and every episode, we appreciate it. Uh, until next time, everybody, I'm Chad Allen. I'm Zach Romero. And as always, deuces! deuces.